Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. So Dave, when you first graduated, did you have any sense or feeling like people from your cohort were comparing themselves or it sort of felt like it was a bit of a race to advance your skills or own a practice? Tell me a little bit about your experience over sort of the last couple of years. Yeah, for sure. I think everyone comes out and they're ready to run and ready to do so much, but then you look at someone else and they're doing a little bit more and it makes you feel guilty and and it's it's a really important topic because it, it shouldn't. We all run our own path and I'm on my path and other people, you know, I know people who run practices already, people who place difficult implants already and orthodontics and we're all different. And I think something I personally have found like within the people I'm seeing in my own mind is that I'm realising how important the fundamentals are and focusing on them early on has, in my opinion, helped me. What's your experience? Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think that it's really easy in that first sort of six months to compare yourself to, you know, not only the people that you're working with, but first and foremost, the people that you graduated with. But I think that the biggest thing that is helping me, and it's definitely still a struggle all the time, is you know trying to have a little bit of my own direction and sort of an idea of where I might want to be down the track. Mm. And that's something that I had a chat with with Dr. Bharat Agarwal and he's someone who I think we all look to as probably something to aspire to. So it's really interesting of, of him sharing his own feelings of feeling this way um, and also sort of encouraging people to take their own journey, take dentistry, as you say, get fundamentals down first hopefully your dental career is going to be long. It's not a sprint. It's more of a marathon and we're all going to get there in the end. Absolutely. So I think dentistry in itself is so broad and it's so expansive in what we learn and what we expect ourselves to deliver sometimes. And I think as a new graduate, sometimes we get into a I guess, a mindset of trying to do too much too quickly. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that we need to really be conscious of is, I guess, it's not a race. And, you know, I really sort of, I guess this really stuck with me when I first graduated. Um, I did pretty well at uni and 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 I sort of felt really confident getting out there. And when I got into the real world, I found it tricky. Like it was difficult. Like there were situations where I didn't feel like I did the best possible treatment for the patient. I had to bring them back in and rectify things. And then you'd sort of run into like, you'd run into people you went to uni with on the weekend out or something like that. Mm -hmm. And one thing really stuck with me, you know, that I ran into a a guy I went to uni with and he's really nice guy, but I asked him how he was going. And the first thing he said, you know, you'd expect someone to say, Hey, good, you know, had a good week. How, How you been? The answer was, yeah, cut 14 units today. And this was like two weeks out of, two weeks out of here. I was like, oh, cool. Like, all right. Well, I guess the question still stands, like, how are you, how are you going? But inherently, like, for a moment, you sort of step back and go, oh, crap, am I doing enough? Am I, am I actually yep. doing enough dentistry? Am I good enough at dentistry? Am I getting my patients to accept good dentistry? And sometimes that can be a bit of a negative sort of motivating factor where then you try and go out there and push yourself a little bit too quickly or worse yet, just feel like incompetent that you're not capable Mm -hmm. of delivering that dentistry, which is not true. You are. It's just that 
it's probably better that you're not delivering that kind of dentistry like one week out of university anyways. Like it's hard enough to do like an MO or a DO, let alone, you know, prep 14 indirect units. Like I still find that tricky. That's not, that's not, that's not a fun day at work. So I think it's so important to realize that as time goes on, you will get better at dentistry. You will need to put in like the hours and the work to get to that point. Like no one automatically is going to be brilliant the day that they graduate. And I guess some people are just more naturally gifted than others. And and maybe they will accelerate a little bit quicker, but you've just got to keep working on it and figure out what it is that you want to achieve and then put in the motions to achieve that. And I think one of the big things that is, I guess, somewhat of an issue these days, I don't know how you feel about this, but often we look at stuff on social media or Instagram or Facebook Mm -hmm. and we kind of see some of the amazing work that other people are doing and it it can sort of either go one of two ways. Either it like inspires you and you look at it and get really motivated and go, hey, that's what like good dentistry could be or Mm -hmm. it could really sort of, I guess, get you down a little bit going, hey, like that's really nice dentistry. My dentistry doesn't look like that or I don't know if I can deliver that kind of dentistry and you kind of beat yourself up over it. And there's sort of, I guess, two approaches. For me personally, like when I first graduated, it was a bit of both. You know, I'd often get really, really, I was really passionate about dentistry always and I'd get really excited when I saw good dentistry. But then I'd also get really like down on myself going, hey, when can when will I be able to do that kind of dentistry? Why don't my patients want that kind of dentistry? Am I ever going to be good enough? And you sometimes forget that the people often posting those really great cases, you know, some of them are specialists, some of them have been doing this for like 20 years, Mm -hmm. 30 years, and you've been out of uni for like two seconds. And that didn't happen overnight for them either. They put in so much work, they put in so much effort. You don't know how much blood, sweat and tears went into that one case in itself, you know, let alone everything else that they've done to get to that point. So I think the best way to approach that, I know about you, and I still feel this way sometimes, look at really good dentistry and go, hey, like, am I doing enough for my patients? Mm -hmm. I think probably the big thing is just looking at yourself, looking internally and competing with yourself. And I think that's a really cool thing about dentistry. It's like you can go to work tomorrow knowing that maybe you could have done something better yesterday and then just try and be a better version of yourself the next day. Just keep building on that every single day. And I kind of always say you want to, seek inspiration from others and look at the good that other people are doing and then compete with yourself like you're not competing with anyone else as long as you're doing the best for your patient that's the most important thing if you can go home every single day going i tried my best and did everything i could to assist my patient achieve better health better aesthetics more confidence then that's all that really matters no, I really, really like that. And I guess, do you personally use anything to track how you're improving? You obviously take a lot of photos. Is that something that you go back through, not only for sharing or for showing patients, but also for yourself? Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that is going to help you grow is critically evaluating your own work. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the first big purchases that I made in first year was a camera. Like even before, you know, I did the fun things like buy a car and other (laughs) things like that, I bought a camera. Like I spent, and it was a lot of money, I spent $2,500 buying a camera and then I photographed so much stuff. Like I photographed and my photographs were rubbish, but it still helped me evaluate, you know, what I was doing and 
where mm-hmm. I can be better. And it's really, I guess, motivating to see your own progress. Yeah. But there's nothing more um, confronting than actually seeing a photograph of your own work on a big screen and going, oh, my God, that looked so good to me when I looked at it under my loops. And even when yeah. the patient walked out <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, there's like scratches all through my composite. My margins are terrible. Yeah. And the photos really never lie. So I think ph- photography is such a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you can photograph your work and, and learn from that, I think that's a, a brilliant way of, of that self-progression. I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor and ask a question. But how do you make the most out of your CPD? I think the first step is to make sure you've chosen the right CPD. And how do you know that unless you've seen it all? cpdjunkie.com.au is made so that all of the dental CPD in Australia and New Zealand is in the one place. We've got all of the webinars, all of the live courses coming up on the website, easy to find and easy to filter. And the second step, well, it's all in the free ebook on their website, cpdjunkie.com.au, the home of Australian dental CPD. Thank you for supporting dental students and graduates and thank you for supporting the Dental Head Start podcast. I think also gaining knowledge and we and I spoke about this before, the more you can educate yourself, the more you're going to understand some of those shortcomings and, and maybe where you can improve on things. Because when we you know, when we graduate sometimes we are sort of blissfully unaware of what is good and what's not good. We kind of think that what we're doing is yeah, great. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> 100%. And you're kind of like, hey, this is like yeah. I'm God's gift to dentistry. And I'm not going to lie, like, you know, first day I graduated, I thought I was God's gift to dentistry. And day two, that all came like crashing down. I was like, oh, my God, I like, <laughs> know nothing about anything. And I think you need to, the more you educate yourself, the more you'll be able to critically evaluate your work as well and look at things mm-hmm. differently. And if you look at some of some of the masters of dentistry and you hear them talk about their cases, you'll, you'll, they look phenomenal. Like you think there could, there's nothing else that could be done and they'll still pick those cases apart and go, hey, that pupilla was wrong or yeah. Yeah, maybe I was a little bit too aggressive on this margin here. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to see that like there's, you can always be better within reason, you know, as long as you use it constructively and not to make yourself feel bad you know it's it's definitely a positive and I guess if you have that knowledge when you are picking it apart you're not picking it apart personally and saying oh I'm you know rubbish because this doesn't look right it's oh no this has happened because of this or I need to do that next time absolutely and I think sometimes having like someone external to yourself can help as well you know mm-hmm. often we look at our own work with you know like you know, rose-colored glasses on and going, hey, this is like, I can do no wrong and everything's great. And I guess mm-hmm. having a group of people around you that um, are not going to make you want to compete or feel bad about your dentistry, you know, exactly yeah. the whole point of this, this whole like race thing, everyone's on this same journey, this trajectory together, people who do yeah. want to get better. If you have people around you who are willing to, uh, I guess, be critical of your work in a way that's constructive, mm-hmm. I think that's really valuable. And that's been a big part of my growth personally clinically is having sort of the right people around me, people that I've worked with, my partners in Mm -hmm. my business, um, my associates, and I guess um, a close group of people that I met through Instagram and Facebook are all brilliant dentists. You know, everyone keeps each other accountable. And I think that's really, really important. If you find the people in the same journey as you or the same race as you, then you can just grow together rather than try and sort of one-up each other or make someone else feel bad about their, their dentistry too. So yeah, yeah, having the right people in your corner, I think is a big part of it as well. Definitely. And I suppose also not being afraid to ask for help as well and feel like you need to know everything. Absolutely. And I think one of the 
the big things that I really, really did at the start. And this is probably really annoying. I actually think back to this sometimes <laughs> in first year, I'd call like, I'd call the specialist that I'd refer to on a whim and be like, oh, hey, is like so-and-so available for a chat? And now I think back to that going, oh, my God, I know how busy we all are. (laughs) And I would literally like to think I could call up at any time and be like, oh, hey, let's have a chat about a patient. Can you help me out? And it's amazing how helpful everyone was. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe like they actually all like stepped away from their patients to give me some advice at at that point in time. So I guess reach out to the the specialists around you. Most of them are amazing people who want to really help you and and help you achieve better outcomes. So Mm -hmm. I think uh, having, yeah, having good people you work with, having good mentors and even just good, a good peer group is such a big part of Mm -hmm. growth in dentistry because otherwise it can be really isolating when you're sitting there thinking that you're on this journey alone or other people are running a different path or, or, or have a different journey that you think is something that you aspire to have and you just feel like you can't get there, that can be really isolating and a little bit counterintuitive to growth. So I think just finding a good, good group of people to keep you accountable is so, so important. You know, what do they say? Like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think having those people is appropriate. So not necessarily maybe people you hung out with at uni as an undergrad, maybe that crew is like off on the wrong track now. But finding the right people around you is, is, is what you want. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.